0: You picked a fantastic time to listen to Mornings with Tom and Tabby, because let me tell you about this gentleman, because from a young age, T. Martin Bennett could be found running from his mother in department stores and into the unknown. Now, this would mark the beginning of many highs and lows and eventually led Martin to journey around the world to write this true nonfiction novel called Wounded Tiger. And along the way, he attended and dropped out of college, co-founded a company that grows $20 million per year, became the vice president of success successful nonprofit trained inmates in federal prison lived in poverty on a friend's couch to research this book and martin bennett believes that there is a plan and purpose for each of us when you find it you run with it and i can't wait to dive into this interview with you martin welcome to mornings with tom and Tobby. Yeah, great to be with both of you. Thanks so much.
1: Just that bio alone makes you such a fascinating person. So I'm so interested in finding out about you, but I, I want to start with the title of the book, Wounded Tiger. What's this about?
2: Yeah, Wounded Tiger is the true story of the pilot who led the attack in Pearl Harbor, whose life was changed by an American prisoner and by a girl he never met. So if it were fiction, it wouldn't be a good book because it's just too far out, but it's true. And as far as the title itself, most of you have heard of a movie called Tora, Torah, Tora, Tora mm-hmm. uh, that was done back in the 70s. It's about the Pearl Harbor attack. And Tora, Tora, Tora was the message that was sent by Fuchida, who was the lead pilot in this attack. That message was sent back to the fleet telling them we've achieved complete surprise. And they never expected that. And, of course, it was a devastating day for America. No one was expecting it. It wasn't announced. But Torah, Tora, Torah Tora is, is the word tiger, tiger, tiger. And Fuchita was born in the year of the tiger and he, he had selfish ambitions to be a great famous pilot in, and a warrior and soldier for his empire but of course uh, it was catastrophic for Japan so uh, the wounded tiger is Fuchita uh, and it also represents Japan and a tiger is an animal of great power and beauty you've seen them in the zoo uh, they're gorgeous but a wounded tiger can never reach its potential. And so halfway through this story, when everything crashes and burns literally in Puchita's life, that's when this second plot line starts to track in, uh, becoming a transformed man and being a triumphant tiger. So it's the story of Puchita, but in the end, it's really everyone's story. We're all have. We're all wounded tigers at some point in our lives. We all have great potential for success, for achievement, for power, beauty. But we're held back by our wounds from our own wrong choices or maybe things that have happened to us that we had no control over. And the world says, well, you'll never be, this person will never be normal. They're never going to have a good life because their life is ruined. That is a lie. The truth is, you look at these lives in this story and there's three plot lines Their lives are as bad as they can be and under horrific circumstances, and you see beautiful and amazing supernatural and natural um, uh, solutions and transformations of lives where there's, where it just, you can't believe it really worked out. So this is really a story of hope. Wounded Tiger is for but it's all of us.
1: I love that. That's what makes a story great, right? You can put yourself right in the middle of it and find it relevant to you. And uh, you are hearing right now from the author of the book Wounded Tiger, T. Martin Bennett.
0: And Martin, let me ask you this, because like the three main characters in your book, Wounded Tiger, are all on this relentless pursuit towards something so how does this how is it similar to like jesus pursuit of a man of humanity how is he just show me that parallel between those two well first
2: of all in storytelling whether it's a book or a film interesting characters know what they want and they're trying to get it whether it's the guy trying to get the girl the person wants to rob a bank they know what they want and we want to see what happens So what drove Fuchito, as I mentioned earlier, was selfish ambition and national ambition. What drove the second character, whose name is Jake DeShazer. He was an American, couldn't find work, joined the Army, ended up in the U.S. Army Air Corps, volunteered for the first attack against Japan after Pearl Harbor. That was called the Doolittle Raid. But although he was able to drop his bomb successfully, it did go really wrong. They ran out of fuel. They bailed out. He becomes a prisoner of war. He is tortured and um in solitary confinement but what drove him was he wanted revenge he was like any red-blooded american male hey these dirty japs they're going to we're going to pay them back we're going to go out there and we're going to destroy them so He said in his own words when he was in prison that he was quote crazy with hatred toward the japanese end quote and at some point he decided is this the way i want to live my life is this the way i'm going to die and he didn't want that so that was you know asking you know in answer to your question what was driving them forward at first it was revenge but then it was how can i be the person i want to be and i should be he remembered his mother and this is a shout out to the moms across the country You don't realize how powerful and influential you are in your family until a child needs to have a role model. And that's what happened with Jake. He remembered his mom, a godly good woman, and he wanted to be like her. And that's where his journey starts for the better, going from darkness to light. The third plot line is the Covell family. They were highly educated teachers and missionaries. They went to Japan. They loved the Japanese people, served the poorest of the poor. But when the country was ramping up for war, they thought they could see this is not a welcome place for Americans. They fled to the Philippines. Then they sent their kids back to the United States. And their daughter, who was in upstate New York in college, she ended up being the absolute fulcrum of transformation in Fujita's life. So what drove her was she just wanted to serve God. And the power of her story is that simple acts done in love and kindness can have monumental impacts on the world. In fact, I would not be talking to you today if it we're
0: not for Peggy Covell. You picked a great time to listen to mornings with Tom and Tobby.
1: Well, I just have to ask you this question: How did these stories, because they're such powerful stories, you were telling us uh, before the break about Fuchida and DeShazer and Peggy? How have they impacted your own life?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Tobby. When I researched this story to begin with on uh, for the book Wounded Tiger. Uh, I just had sheer curiosity about their lives. But as I dug deeper, I felt more challenged by what they did and how they did it. And, you know, the definition of inspiring means to breathe in. That's That means to the breathe in the Spirit of God, something that comes into you and says, wow. So <clears throat> what it did for me, Tavi, was that it it, it made me want to up my game. When I saw uh, Fuchita, although his life was terrible and he did some awful, terrible things, he was not ever seeking God. He didn't care about religion. What he was seeking was truth. And I think that's really a good thing to do, no matter who you are. Seeking truth is a really good thing because ultimately it will lead you to the truth. And that's what happened with fuchita So it encouraged me, hey, Martin, uh, seeking truth is always going to be good. If somebody you don't like, you don't like their opinions, you don't like anything about them, but they say something that's true, it's true. You mm. got to go with it. And you got to be humble enough to do that. And Fuchita was humble enough that even though Jesus Christ was the God of his enemies, he had to say, well, what's the truth of the matter? And what his question was regarding Peggy Covell in particular was, why would you love your enemies? Why would you do that? And he he couldn't, it confounded him because in Japanese culture and most cultures, you try to hurt your enemies. You take revenge on your enemies. You destroy your enemies. But what it changed for me is that... You don't realize how small choices you make can have giant impacts on the lives of other people. So, if someone drops their groceries in the store, you know, give them a hand. Who knows? Who knows what they just went through? Maybe they just got divorced. Maybe their dad died. Maybe they're a billionaire. Who knows? Just help people. And with Peggy, she ended up um, actually helping. Uh, the guy who was Fuchita's engineer who worked on his planes. He was a prisoner of war. He was in a hospital in Utah. She was just loving these Japanese people. And they were just like, wow, you know, where, where does this love come from? Why do you love us so much? When they found out how her family had been treated horribly by the Japanese in the Philippines, they were shocked. And this story went back to Fuchita. It changed his life. And I'm talking to you here today because of that power of a changed life. And I'm challenged when I read this story. And Many people said when they read the book, they felt really, one woman told me with tears rolling down her cheeks. She said, Martin, I feel like I need to love people more because when I see how these people forgave and love others, I want to be that person.
1: Wow. That's so inspiring just to hear.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I would just love to, I I know there's no way that you can condense uh, Fujita's story and his journey to Christ. I know he was seeking truth, but ultimately found his Lord and Savior. Can you tell us a little bit about that story?
2: Well, what happened was after the war, which he survived, and he didn't think he would. He was actually in Hiroshima the day before they dropped the bomb. He got a telephone call. He leaves. The, his, the city's destroyed. 90,000 people dead. His hotel vaporized. After the war, he started to think, why am I not dead? How How is it that I'm still alive? And that's when he came across the story of Jake DeShazer, who in prison, uh, in a physical prison, he was released from his spiritual prison of hatred towards his enemies, and God gave him a love for the Japanese people. And then supernatural things started happening after the war. He wrote his story out, and because he was a, a, a flu in a, a bombing raid, Fujita respected him as a gutsy, you know, bombardier who went into Japan that they'd had very little chance of success. He read the, his story, and he was inspired and thought, man, I got to think about this. I need to get a Bible. Then he heard about Peggy Covell from his engineer after he was released from a prisoner of war back to Japan. And he thought, I need to figure this thing out. And so, um, like I said, he wasn't seeking religion, Jesus, Christianity, none of those things. He was seeking the truth. And the big question he asked was, where does this love come from? Mm -hmm. Where, Where does that come from? I don't get it. But he knew it was good and it was right. And the Lord is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. And that's exactly what he did with Regina.
0: Okay, that is a beautiful story. And you can read it in its entirety. The book is titled Wounded Tigers, written by T. Martin Bennett. Yeah, uh, Martin, thank you again for being here with us on Mornings with Tom and Tommy.
2: Hey, it's fantastic being with you. I live in Tennessee. I'd love to come down and meet you sometime.